0: There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to season two. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John Peacock. Today is Wellbeing Wednesday. That's right. It is Wellbeing Wednesday and I'm excited for every single Wednesday. My heart's desire has been and continues to be to come alongside of you to help equip you to keep finding your way forward. And that's exactly what we're doing. Today is episode 14 of season two. We are taking some ground, folks, and joining me every single Wednesday, which is a delight and joy, and uh, is just amazing, is my friend, Brian Silver. How are we doing, Brian? Good. Good. good to see you, bud. Good to see you as well. Yeah. It's another beautiful day in Chicago. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm wearing a hoodie. I I am a I love a good hoodie. And this I can just tell you the month of September and October, forty percent extra amount of joy, just every day. Yeah. The weather, the everything. I just love it. Just love do it.
1: apple cider donuts have anything to do oh, with
0: it? Oh, you know you know me. They have yeah. a they have a good amount to do with it. <laughs>
1: oh uh, how you doing man? I'm good hanging I'm good. in yeah right. um yeah, it's good uh, uh it's been a you know good week um had uh, had a little baseball uh game you know with you uh, with the family in the backyard for my nice. son who was uh wanted to play and had a little family gathering thing love it um, i think i threw out my arm maybe oh, but i uh, expect nothing less. Obviously. i mean you know go big or go home
0: that's right so, goes with the territory that's right uh, it's so good and you you mentioned apple cider donuts uh, i you know right now folks are watching this live on two different platforms uh those that are on facebook they're watching this on facebook those that are not on facebook they're watching this on uh, we are online. so we have two live platforms going at the same time to try to serve more people so i would love in the comments right now just let us know what is your favorite fall tradition What is your favorite fall tradition? It could be apple picking, it could be eating apple cider donuts, it could be, I don't know, could be sitting outside by a fire pit. There's so many options, but it's it's the fall and it's exciting. The bears are undefeated. First time in seven years. I mean, this is amazing. We are undefeated, Brian. And uh, look at you, bear down. We almost gave it away. I don't know if you watched the game. We almost gave it away. But I'd love to go back through the comments and see what are your favorite fall traditions. And uh, this is just such a great time of year. And uh, so here's what we're we're doing right now on the show. This is your first time checking this out. Every Wednesday, Brian has been so kind to join us. He's a Christian therapist and he's helping us build some strategies for the struggle. So many folks that are stuck, struggling, frustrated, exhausted, uh, Brian has been offering some super, super helpful content in many ways. It's free therapy every single Wednesday, uh, for us, it's not free for Brian. He's giving up his time. So thank you for doing this. And today what we're talking about, uh, all of these have started with an R today is resisting being ruled by fear, resisting yeah. being ruled by fear. I'm excited to hear what you got to say about this, Brian.
1: Me too. I, I hope I can come up with something. I'll run on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so resisting being ruled by fear. The reality is there's a ton of uncertainty right now. Yeah. A ton in pretty much categorically every area of our lives. And it's it's fairly natural and easy to get wrapped up in that. Yeah. Um, whether it's financial stuff, it's relational stuff, Um political stuff, educational stuff, health stuff. I and mean, those are just the obvious ones. But I mean, if we were to really dig, you know, uh, if, if we had people commenting, they could throw out a, a billion other things yeah. that are going on right now. Um, so feel free to comment away, of course. Um, but uh, uh, there's a ton of fear that naturally comes with some of these things. So if, if you're out of work, or if you're furloughed or if you, you know, took a pay cut, there's fear about, well, how, how am I going to take care of the next bill? Or, um, you know, how, how am I going to put food on the table for my family? Um, if, if you're working and you're trying to get your kids through quarantine school, there's, there's fear around how, how am I going to emotionally handle this? Will I be able to, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things that, that crop up in us. Um, that can overwhelm us. Uh, And, and sometimes it's, it goes beyond just an anxiety thing, but it really does move into a fear. Mm. Like there's, there's a, there's a fear that we will not be able to handle something um, that we're going to buckle under the pressure that, that we are potentially, we ourselves or somebody that we're caring for is, is in some level of danger. Mm. And you know, there's nothing inherently unhealthy about fear. God, God gave us a full range of emotions. So mm-hmm. there are times where it's quite appropriate to be fearful. I, I remember I was doing a youth event uh, out in California, um, and uh, I, uh, I finished the youth event. I, I finished praying, and you know my head was down. And as I, as I opened my eyes when I finished praying, I, w- I opened my eyes just in time to watch a black widow crawl up my pant leg no way. Totally true story. <laughs> I have to tell you, that felt like healthy fear. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I did live to tell the tale, fortunately. Oh but, uh, but there are times when fear makes good sense, you know, from, a st- from that standpoint. The, the reality is, fear is not a sensical thing. It's an emotional thing. So it doesn't have to make sense. You can be afraid mm. of anything. And we can validate that what what we want to do is when we look at this spectrum okay so so there's places where it makes really good sense to be afraid and we've got this instinct we've got this emotion to help us right i hopefully i'm not going yeah enjoy enjoy my leg bud you know <laughs> hang out there as long as you like that would not be healthy right mm-hmm. i need that fear to kind of mm-hmm. kick my butt in the gear to do something about it yeah but there's a point on that line where it starts to become life disrupting it's actually holding us back from doing the things that we need to do, and um, so we want to learn how to how to be able to engage fear in a healthy way, um, and to work through fear in a way that does not um, does not interrupt our life. Hmm. Um, some of you have maybe heard of the, the fight or flight response. That's yeah. a pretty common fear response. Um, a lot of people will talk about it as fight, flight or freeze. And so that's this idea that I'm going to react in some kind of irrational, unhelpful sort of way. Um, I'm gonna run or I'm just gonna freeze up. And um, you know, there, there is an alternative to this. Um, we we've talked in the past about the living in the and the the validate and okay mm-hmm. so when it comes to fear uh, this is really important the yeah. the word I've come across for this and I don't know who to give it credit for um, uh, but uh, instead of flight fight or fear uh, or freeze we face oh I like that so instead of
0: fighting or f- fleeing you know flight or freeze. We face the
1: face. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, so facing means, okay, yeah, this is terrifying. And hmm. rather than panicking, rather than running, rather than freezing, I, I'm going to find the best way forward. Hmm. Okay. That's good. So I got a story for you if you guys are oh, up for it. Oh, I love a good story. Um, back when I lived in California, Notice a lot of my stories come from California. <laughs> I do like California. Um, back when I was living in California, I had a buddy who kept trying to convince me to go rock climbing. And uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty terrified of heights. Hmm. And so I kept politely declining. And my buddy, his name is Brian as well. Uh, one day he said, look, Brian, okay. How about if you just hike with me into the Malibu mountains I won't make you, I won't make you rock climb. I promise. I said, okay, you promise, promise. Okay, fine. So I agree to go and we, we head into, uh, we head into the mountains and we're, we're hiking and we're talking and I'm directionally challenged. I have no idea where we're going. I'm not paying close attention. I'm a people person. So I'm sitting talking with Brian. Brian's paying attention to stuff. And about 45 minutes in, we, we get to the edge of, you know, the cliffs of insanity. Uh, you know, we get to the edge of this, this cliff that drops about 80 feet or so. And he says, okay, we're going to repel down this cliff. And I said, Brian, we already talked about this. You promised <laughs> no rock not. climbing,
0: <laughs> but we're not, <laughs>
1: that's right. And he said, no, Brian, I, I promised no rock climbing. This is repelling. That's different.
0: Mm.
1: And guess what? If you don't do it, you have to hike your way back out on your own.
0: Wow. What a good friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I'm standing probably a good 12, 14 feet from the cliff, you know, from the the edge of the cliff. I have not seen over the edge. I can just, you know, I can see sort of the horizon past it. So I know that it just drops forever. As far as I'm concerned, 80 feet for somebody who climbed, yeah. I'm sure is nothing. But
0: might might as well be a million feet. Might as well be right. El Capitan. In, That's right. Uh...
1: Anyway. That's right. Big wall. So Big I, I am crouched to the ground, leaning as far away from the edge as I possibly can, shaking. Literally shaking. Um, and and laughing, because you know, he's ribbing me about it and you know, hey, we're gonna do this. And so he's hook, he's hooking me up to stuff and he says, here's here's what we're gonna do, Brian. What we need you to do is you're going to walk to the edge. Mm -hmm. You're going to look so you see where you're going. Then you're going to turn around and you're going to climb down. And I said, there's, there's, there's no way that I'm doing that. What I eventually ended up doing was I decided, okay, if I stay here and I try to hike out, I'm going to get eaten by a bear. Mm -hmm. But I don't really have a choice here. I've got to go. I've got to go with Brian. So I said, Brian, here's the only way it's going to work. I'm going to turn around and I'm just from, from the 14 feet back that I am, I'm just going to walk backwards off the cliff. I can't look. Okay. He said, that's scarier. Like just go up to the edge. I said, no, not for me. I'm going to. So what I did was I I stayed with, I, I stayed with my eyes fixed to the anchor point that I was attached to. Okay. Yeah. And I just walked backwards and dropped off the cliff. You did it. I did it. And I got to the bottom of the cliff. And man, I'll tell you what, I felt like I had conquered the world. Yeah. I mean, I was I was exhilarated. And I was You're alive. alive. You're yeah. alive. It was great. But the thing that made that possible was uh, I did not stare at the fear i stared at the anchor here we go and and that's that's truly the only thing that got me through that mm. um this is this is a critical component so if we're gonna if we're gonna go with the face instead of fight flight or fear if we're gonna face it we just have to am yeah. sorry fight thank you fight flight I love i love correcting a therapist <laughs> I love being corrected thank you that 's great um, that 's actually not true. I probably don 't but I, I appreciate it from you <laughs> no i 've got lots of work to do, and my brain my brain gets confuddled all the time. Oh, good so instead of fight, flight, or freeze um, it's uh, it 's face right yeah. and and the only way we 're going to do that uh, well is if we have an anchor other than the fear. Mm. So we can validate the fear. Like I was still shaking, walking backwards. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of what's behind me, but I am not going to stare at that fear. That is not going to help me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, pause for a second, just to everybody listening, what fears are you confronted with right now? Mm -hmm. And do you have an anchor that you can stare at other than the fear when you're afraid? Think about that for a minute. If you don't, there's a pretty good chance. See, our eyes gravitate toward the thing that's got, you know, the strongest pull for our attention. It's mm. a pretty good chance that you are staring at that fear. And the longer we stare at it, the bigger it gets. It's like mm. standing at the edge of a high dive if you're afraid of jumping. Yeah. The longer you stand there, that's
0: right. the, the longer, scarier it is. The longer you stay there. <laughs> that's right. Right.
1: Right. Oof. So, Mm. so what fears are you confronted with right now? And if you have a pen and paper, I'd encourage you to write it down and start thinking about what, what kind of anchor can you use? So I'm going to give you a couple of psychological um, anchor thoughts. And then I I want to to. talk a little bit about a spiritual, uh, awesome anchor here. So, um, one common go-to anchor for managing fear is some form of mindful meditation, a deep breathing exercise, a counting exercise. What we're doing is we're giving our brains something else to focus on. Hmm. We're giving our senses something else to invest in. So it could be something as simple as having a paperclip in your hand and just wiggling the paperclip and feeling the paperclip. It doesn't matter what it is, but we're finding something that, um, that our brain can lock itself onto instead of what it's staring at. A lot of times this involves other people. Mm-hmm. So calling a friend, yeah. you know, they, a friend can, in, uh, can invest in a meditation with you, right? Com- communing with somebody mm-hmm. else could be a, a meditative focus on something other than the fear. Um, but, but it's, it's finding some other form of anchor uh, in the form of some kind of exercise or connection, um, me, you know, mental exercise or connection, but physical exercise would work as well. In fact, um, working out, going for a run, um, lots, lots of different things that we can anchor ourselves to now these anchors, they don't make the fear go away. They just give us a different place to focus okay mm. um they are great tools and um being that many of our listeners uh are spiritual uh, just to be really clear they're just they're just tools mm. so if if you're really overwhelmed by fear you know being able to validate and move forward helps with what's called graduated exposure, meaning, you know, little by little, you get more and more accustomed to facing that fear and things get, things get better. Um, they don't necessarily make you any less afraid um, because the breathing doesn't feel like sanctuary to you. There's, there's, nothing that, there's nothing that's protective about that as much as it is it helps you slowly face the fear,
0: right?
1: That's great. I mean, I, I've used this for myself with heights, it's been awesome. You know, I, I I'm still I'm still afraid of heights and I can still I can still face uh heights anytime that I need to. So that's 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 a fantastic tool. Um but some of you might say, um, you know, I, I want something that you know, the anchor itself uh has a little bit more kind of let's say uh strength to it um well you know skills themselves are not going to do it they're just skills so that's that we'd have to venture into the spiritual side of things to get anywhere close to that um there is a passage um in the gospels jesus is taking a nap on a boat and his disciples are freaking out because they're in the middle of a gigantic storm. And, um, and they're trying to wake Jesus, 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 come on, bud, like, boat's going to capsize. This is, this is crazy. And Jesus wakes up, and he looks around at the w- wind and the waves and, and the storm, and he says, peace be still waters like glass storm stops and the disciples say who is this man that even the wind and waves obey him and and so this is this is where the the spiritual side of the question of fear is going to sort of just outweigh the psychological side in that the spiritual side offers us something more than just skills. Skills are great. I use them a ton myself and with others. Hmm. But if we want more than just skills that help us get accustomed to the fear um, and be able to face it, if we want want something that's going to actually create um, a... An anchor that is safe, sort of sort of like the anchor that I was tethered to, mm-hmm. where I could actually trust that if I let go i wasn't going to fall yep that's that's really only going to be found on the spiritual side of things like that, like like what we 're talking about here and um, I, I mentioned uh, in a, a previous episode in another se- in, in the first season, I, I talked about a word, worddistazohm. Mm. Um, there's another storm scene in the scriptures where, where Jesus is walking on the water in a storm and he calls Peter out. Yeah. And, and Peter comes walking toward him and, um, he's looking at Jesus and, and then he notices the waves. He notices the storm and it says he becomes afraid. Now this word afraid uh, actually describes more like a sense of rever- reverence, hmm. like, a, like authority. So it's not the issue that he's afraid, but it's that he's, he's actually ascribing authority to the wind and the waves. Now remember, hmm. Jesus says, Shh, peace be still. It stops. Who is this that has authority over the, even the wind and the waves? But he looks at the waves. He says, oh, Scary, like authority level scary. Mm. And then they make it back into the boat. Jesus takes takes him back into the boat and he says, Peter, why did you doubt, doubt, destadzo? Die meaning to, stadzo meaning s- like standing. Why? Why are you standing in two different places? Why mm. are you saying that I have authority and so does the wind? You can't serve... Two masters you can't you can't face fear and know that you're safe if you're giving fear authority mm. so be afraid and give me the authority
0: mm. Wow yep, that's so good man I, I think that's where so many folks are standing right now is you know. And that, that in many ways is is the, I think so much of this season, Brian, um, generally we stay at like a lower level of this is political or this is whatever, whatever. I actually think this is all about discipleship. Hmm. I think everything going on right now is about discipleship. And and I just fully, I fully believe this is an opportunity for us to grow spiritually in a way like, Perhaps we've never grown before. So this is about discipleship and we're out there and there's wind and there's waves and Jesus is out there too. Yeah. Yeah. This is, that's good, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing. So Jesus says, he you know, the, the disciples say he, you know, who is this man that has authority over the wind and the waves? If, if Jesus has authority over the wind and the waves, could, could he have authority over, the messy political unrest could he have authority over coronavirus could he have authority over anything and everything that we are terrified of right now Hmm. the the answer is yes he has authority over everything Hmm. everything we we scramble all of us uh trying to um trying to manage our fears on our own. And a lot of times the fears get bigger. We make the fears bigger for ourselves and we make the fears bigger for the people around us, you yeah. because we're scrambling, um, to manage that fear, um, in some kind of frantic, um, I'm going to stare at this fear, be overwhelmed by it. And, and that's, that's how I think I'm going to resolve it kind of, kind of scenario. And it just doesn't work um if if you are in a a a tough financial position staring at the dollars dwindling from your account is not going to help you that's right um seeking god um using good skills to calm your system so that you can stay rational and you can keep doing your due diligence and be responsible absolutely seeking god praying speaking with God's people, getting Mm. encouragement. These things are all far better anchors than staring at the dwindling account. Mm. You, you spoke, um, John on Sunday about, uh, you said import truth, Mm -hmm. export courage. Yeah. Right. Um, in, in Psalm 56, david is, is being chased by enemies and he says in verses three and four he says when i am afraid i put my trust in you mm. in god whose word i praise in god i trust and i'm not afraid mm. what can mere mortals do to me wow in god whose word you said import truth export courage in god whose word I praise hmm. i've been talking to my daughter about bravery lately. you know she 's had to face some things that are scary for her um, and uh, we've we've talked about that the bravery is not about not being afraid it has nothing to do with that but yep. that it's about being willing to take a step even when we are afraid hmm. and this this idea of saturating ourselves with the truth of who God is Mm. and what his word says about how we can trust him. It doesn't necessarily make us not afraid, Mm. but it does give us the footing that we need to be able to step forward anyway.
0: Mm.
1: So we can, we can walk, um, we can walk the line of fear um, and be real about that um, and be overwhelmed by it and and still make the decisions that are going to move us forward, uh, that are going to keep us from getting locked in ourselves in that fear. Now, um, I, I would say there's probably one other thing that's worth mentioning that, uh, I don't want to miss, uh, I, I mentioned the responsibility piece, right? So mm. not being ruled by fear doesn't mean, okay, bank accounts dwindling. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to meditate in his end state and I'm going to wait for the money to fall. <laughs> we, we have responsibility. Yeah. Mm. We have due diligence. Out. to do To do what we can to face the fear, mm-hmm. not stare at the fear, but face the fear right we also have a responsibility to be respectful of others in our fear or in our lack thereof whatever it might be when when we start to feel freer of our of our fear, you know many of us would call ourselves followers of jesus hmm. um, and Jesus would say. Um We have to look out for being a stumbling block to other people, and if we are around other people who are still staring at that fear, um, there needs to be a level of respect on our end to join with them and walk with them through that fear yeah. um, rather than dismissing it. Hmm. Um, so so there's just there's a huge difference between. Due diligence, being respectful of others in their fear, and being ruled by fear. Our job is simply to, to face the fear well, uh, in a way that, that um, we're invested, um, we're respectful, and, and we're focused on mm. a different anchor.
0: Mm. I love it, ma'am. The. I think the word picture will stay with me for a long time of the, I'm so glad your friend, Brian, at least for our sake, invited you on that epic adventure and that word picture of what, you know, cause the choice is yours. You're not a victim of this. You actually have a choice to choose what anchor point you are going to really fix your eyes on. And that is so empowering. I think people right now are feeling empowered. I hope they're feeling empowered. I'm feeling empowered. When I think about the fears I'm, that i'm dealing with and battling through every week i it's just like incredible to know that i'm empowered to choose the anchor point Mm -hmm. like what am i truly going to fix my eyes at and fix my eyes on i'm not going to dismiss it i love the and i think that's so important for us this morning early this morning i was going through my bible reading plan and in galatians 6 you know like we're going to carry one another's burdens and so i think Mm -hmm. part of that you know is for us to acknowledge you know, not dismiss it, not make them feel any ounce of shame about this. No, we're gonna come alongside them, and at the same time, I think we're gonna we're gonna help them. Hopefully, kind of refocus and choose a different anchor point. Uh, it, as we finish up here, Brian, um, I'm reminded of the old hymn, uh, "Turn our eyes upon Jesus." You remember that one? Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna sing it, but I'm tempted to sing it. Uh, you could play it on guitar, but you know, turn our eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow. What do you remember the next word? Strangely dim, strangely dim. I love that. It's not that the things of earth aren't already lit up. It's not saying that those aren't real. No, no, they're lit up. They're illuminated, but isn't it amazing? Some would even say strange how the fears that are so illuminated can grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And we're, we just need to turn our eyes upon Jesus and uh, choose him as our, as our anchor point. This has been so helpful. Brian, I love you, man. You are equipping us. You are using your gifts to help so many of us. Let's be a community of the and, acknowledging And at the same time, encouraging with tons of love, tons of kindness, tons of patience, as all of us choose an anchor point that is far better than any other. And that is the face of Jesus. So love you, bro. Thank you for this. So good. We'll see you guys on Friday as we continue. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without
1: stopping.